0: hello everyone and welcome to the 15th episode of cake and conversation i'm your host as usual jay veit and um, i'll start the show off by saying thank you for pressing play my average audience total has spiked upwards recently which is a good thing so if this is your first time checking out cake and conversation i just want you to know right away that putting together this show every week is one of my favorite things in the world to do i've always considered myself a creative person and i've always been fascinated by psychology and how the brain works so i thought this show would be a great way to combine those two interests and produce something meaningful and potentially even influential for others at the time of this recording i haven't had an alcoholic beverage in over 17 weeks on november 10th of 2019. I created my own rock bottom before one could be created for me and decided to give up booze indefinitely. Uh, It's a phrase I've been using a lot recently. I feel like it's a good way to describe what I did by creating my own rock bottom instead of screwing up really bad and having like a judge or somebody create a rock bottom for me. So you know, the decision to quit drinking it quickly led to the creation of this show as I decided to spend my time meeting up with other creative minded people, recording our conversations, and sharing desserts instead of sharing large amounts of liquor. For today's show in particular, I recently sat down with Ravion Rockmore Reed, one of the gentlemen that is being showcased and featured at Blank Sessions. That's the event I'll be recording segments from live this Saturday in Houston from 2 to 8 p.m. It's free. Um, It also features friend of the show and former guest Jonathan Paul Jackson. JPJ will be creating a visual presentation from scratch, while Rockmore will be creating a sonic presentation, making and producing music from scratch. There will also be a food truck on site from Food Music Life and beer will be provided by PBR. Uh, You can check out my Facebook and Instagram for more details on that. Highly recommend. You know, if you don't have plans this Saturday, come check it out. You know, if you just pass through, come hang out 10, 15, 20 minutes, say hello. Check out the show and you can go about your day. My conversation with Mr. Reed covers a lot more than just the Blank Sessions event. And this man was fascinating to meet. I had only met him online a few days prior to us recording as we got in touch through JPJ, I hope Jonathan's alright with me referring to him as JPJ, I should check on that, Uh, but yeah I didn't really have a lot of time to sit down and research and communicate with Mr. Reed to get an idea of what he is all about, normally I shoot emails back and forth. It turned out to be perfect though because he has such an amazing story. And by me not knowing anything about him going in really, I was able to genuinely be excited about all of the great things he has already accomplished, as well as all of the great things he's currently accomplishing. We talk a lot about his youth program, Kinetic Vibes with a Z. We talk a little about him traveling the world as a keynote speaker, his huge family growing up with his father being his influence with regards to a love of music. And there's even a special guest who pops in towards the end of the first segment. Our conversation runs for over 50 minutes, so I broke it down into two segments. I thought about making this a two-part episode, but the Blank Sessions event is this Saturday. And honestly, the content is <laughs> in this episode is so badass that I don't think you'll mind sticking around for an hour to hear all of what we have to say. Uh, the Time really flew by. With that being said, I feel like there's more I want to talk to you guys about uh, during my opening segment, but I'll cut this one as short as possible uh, because the conversation goes longer than usual. Totally worth it because, of course, this is my favorite episode of Cake and Conversation to date. Mr. Reed was a great guest, and our whole conversation is really well done. So, without further hold up, here's my conversation with Ravion Rockmore Reed. All right, so tell me a little bit about apple pie. Was it something growing up with family, a holiday thing? Why is it Man, your go-to dessert?
1: I don't know. Apple pie is like the best of a lot of worlds to me. You okay. know, you get like the flakiness of the crust, and you get like the sweetness of like whatever that mixture is that the apples are in. There. But then you get the crispiness and the tartness of the apple. It seems to be like just a beautiful marriage of flavors to me. It's like it's the American pie. It's, American you know, pie, yeah. It's, it's it's apple pie. It's lit, man.
0: I like yeah, that. the combination yeah. of flavors. Is good. Yeah, you can get yeah. like the cinnamon or caramel flavor with
1: it. And then if you can get like the kind with the uh,
0: streusel. On it top. almost got oh, streusel. That was man. an and I wanted to keep it simple instead of the streusel. I have snagged that one. It's
1: all good. It's all good. Um, but you, you got to have sometimes ice cream. That's okay. like the ultimate. That's like.
0: The wet dream of apple pie.
1: A la mode. A la mode. Yeah. No
0: <laughs> lie, almost. Um, so hanging up in my grandma's house is this poem I wrote in fifth grade, kind of like a little whatever autobiography thing. Uh, and one of the things about desserts was apple pie. That's what yeah. I was telling you. I was really excited when you said that. <laughs> I-, I meant to bring it today just to show you. Like, Yo, you should have brought it, was, It was throwback. Hey, everybody's always like cheesecake or chocolates. So. Yeah,
1: I'm not really. Because I'm not really a big dessert person, for real. So like apple pie is usually isn't as sweet as like, a chocolate cake, yeah. or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm more of a pie, cobbler type of person. Okay, so
0: peach and stuff. Peach cobbler. Oh man. So you're uh, you're from the Houston area?
1: No, I'm from Illinois actually. Okay. You know what I'm saying? born, born and raised in Danville, moved to Chicago, and then I joined Teach for America, and I moved and they placed me in Houston in 2014.
0: So going on with six years, six then? years, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the organization you work for
1: now. No, Teach for America is an organization that basically places, um, like professionals and like newly graduated people into high-needs classrooms. So, when I did it, I was finishing up graduate school, couldn't find a job, you know what I'm saying? I had went on several on-campus interviews, couldn't find it because I got my master's in a higher education, um, couldn't find a job. I was like depressed and stuff you yeah, know what no, i'm saying thing to go yeah and then like one day teach for america called me like yo are you still interested in teach for america i was like heck yeah. shit <laughs> like i'm not doing anything right now so um did that i put houston last on my list you had to pick like nine cities and i put houston last but well, houston is home man i love houston the death. i'll probably cool, never leave yeah yeah yeah
0: I like the full disclosure. Like, yeah, Houston was last, but I love it now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm from the north. So when I came down here and I got off the plane for the first time, the humidity hit me in my face, bro. I was like, am I making the right decision? You know, but it came out to be the best decision
0: for sure. You didn't come down with any family or anything? No move by
1: myself, a 99 Buick Century, an air mattress, and a laptop and my clothes. Yeah, man. So... Came a long way from <laughs> that. Yeah. I think about it. I came a long way from 2014. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Growing up, uh, you got like a big family, smaller family, a lot of brothers, huge and
1: family, man. Um, on my mom's side and my dad's side, they both had like 13, 14 brothers and sisters. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's like, wow. That's like. Real brothers and sisters, like blood brothers, but they have like stepsisters and brothers and stuff too. So yeah, we're super deep. All your cousins. Everybody kind of in that Illinois area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of family gathering. A lot of family, man. I'm talking like hundreds of people, man,
0: for family reunions and stuff. It's crazy. Was there anybody specifically that had an influence on your artistic side?
1: Probably my dad, yo. Like my dad was a big jazz head, you know? So I can just remember just riding around with him, listening to the, the Yellow Jackets and Miles Davis and a lot of people, you know. I can remember actually one time I was um, riding with him and a Yellow Jacket song was on. I got to figure out what song. And the the, the Yellow Jackets is like a a modern jazz type of vibe. Um, I started crying, man. You know what I'm saying? I was like eight years old. And I was like, man, why am I crying, Pops? And he was like, man, you feel music. Deeply, you know, and ever since then, like, that's kind of how I've been. Stuck with it. Yeah, stuck with it. Yeah,
0: especially eight years old. That's it was like crazy. A you can't fake that as a No, nah, you can't
1: fake it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, thankful. even like my mom was telling me stories about how she would sit me in front of the TV when BET used to play just music videos, right? <laughs> and I would just watch music videos for hours and just not move, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of like, so I would say both of them, like indirectly influenced me creatively,
0: yeah. for do you, sure. Do you play an instrument yourself then? I play trumpet,
1: I play keys a little bit, I play
0: bass a little bit, you know? Okay. I do a little bit of everything. Nice, well-rounded. Uh, what about singing?
1: To, no, man, I can't sing, man. I can't sing. I mean, I could show somebody how to, you know, do their thing, but I'm no, I'm no Luther Vandross man. I'm not a singer.
0: No, What no. about like writing like poetry or?
1: So I started my journey in hip hop through rapping. okay, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I went through a lot of different phases. I was like a Wu Tang head. I was a Three Six Mafia head. West Side music, you know. So I went through all the phases. So I, when I started writing, I was writing more like. Wu Tang style lyrics, where it was more technical. And I was like, I was like fourteen with a crazy vocabulary and all types of crazy stuff, and then I kind of transitioned to doing more jazz. Um, and I stopped rapping. I start, I stopped writing raps to focus more on just making music, you know? Okay. But, yeah, I got a main freestyle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, so, you
0: selectively bust out. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, it's a spirit movement. Yeah,
0: You know, I do it for sure. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so this Saturday, March 14th, uh, that's what I came to talk about. Yeah. Because uh, I know you through Jonathan uh, Jackson. Yeah, so man. So tell me a little bit about Blank Sessions. What's going to be going on there?
1: Man, Blank Sessions is crazy. Like... Um, a brother of mine, Jeff Coons, who was an artist and a performer in Chicago, he would talk to me about doing happenings. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know what a happening was um, until he told me. So one day I'm over with JJ's, and we we just chilling like we usually do, and I'm like, man, we should like do a happening. He was like, what you mean? And I just literally just came up with the concept right there on like on the spot. He was like, damn, that's pretty dope. We should do that, you know? So. He knew somebody. I knew somebody. It was like, okay. So we got four people. We're going to just make beats for four hours straight. You're going to paint for four hours straight and we'll just see what happens. And then all of a sudden we got Past Blue Ribbon signed on. I think Houston Art Supplies donated some stuff. So it's been it's been a, a beautiful thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That people are interested in seeing art and seeing music in this way.
0: You yeah. know. Yeah. How do you feel the Houston art scene compares to... I guess Chicago or yeah, Illinois area yeah. where
1: you're from. I mean, in Chicago, it's a lot of people working together, you know? That's something that in Houston when I came down was kind of discouraging for me, you oh, know? Because yeah. I would like hit people up like, yeah, my name is Rockmore. I got these beats. Check me out. No reply right. for like a year, you know what I'm saying? Then I threw uh, I threw a party with Pete Rock um, and then people were like, oh, who was that? And then it was like, oh, I got beef. Oh, they okay, will send me some. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you know, it's some cities you have to kind of prove yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I respect that, you know? So um, now it's cool. It's also yeah. nice
0: to have support. Some people don't want to yeah. go through the journey with you. They want to <laughs> see that product afterwards. Yeah. They don't want to yeah. see how the sausage is
1: made. They don't. Yeah. They just want to grill it. Yeah, they <laughs> want
0: to grill it. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, man. So how did you uh, meet JJ, John?
1: Man, so one of my random Facebook messages, hey, what's good? I'm rocking more, whatever, whatever. He was like the only one, except for him and my other homie, Risky Cereal. As he reached out and was like, yeah, man, stuff is dope. Let's get together. And we just connected and we've been friends ever since.
0: Yeah, it's one thing when I was talking to Jonathan when I was interviewing him for a previous episode, he Uh, was mentioning with Houston specifically, it's kind of hard, kind of like you were saying too, people don't always. Want to reach out and collab with other people, or it's kind yeah. of hard to get your work out. So, that's sure. one of the things that he had mentioned, also, so for you to say it is kind of eye opening. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like you want to be more collaborative and be able to help with people. That's yeah. what I like doing with this show is giving somebody a platform.
1: For sure. So,
0: for even if you see, if I only got like 50 or 60 listeners or something on that, if one extra person is interested, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's bonus. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. It's all about just providing content, networking.
1: Yeah. And-, and that's kind of like the whole premise behind blank sessions is like getting other creatives. To be creative. Yeah. In a creative space in front of people. It's really revealing, you know what I'm saying? Cause we're gonna mess up. Like, I know we're gonna mess up, but I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's showing me being vulnerable and me being creative. You know, and I hope that everybody else that kind of that's involved at night, they feel the same way. Yeah. You know, like I feel it, I think it was, who was it? Uh thelonious Monk said, Ain't no wrong notes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So we're going to be playing a lot of wrong notes, you know what I'm saying? But it's going it's it's to be dope. I feel like that, that's that the magic is in the moment where, and it hits different people at different times, but the magic is when you hear it coming together, you know? And I feel like people are going to really like that because people don't get the opportunity to actually see that happen in real life unless you're in the studio with, with somebody. Like you don't see it. You don't see how one sound and adding another sound can make something sound,
0: come together, Come
1: together, you know? So we're going to be doing that live.
0: Yeah. It's got a know? real, like the first word I think of is raw.
1: Super raw. Yeah, raw. Super raw. And that's yeah. what
0: I, again, I can relate to that, what I appreciate because that's how I take my show. I really' yeah. your raw, you know, you don't try to be too, too much. Of course you want to come across as professional, but yeah. I like that it gives it more character and more personality when For sure. other people know, Hey, this is a regular guy, just like me. And yeah. not regular in a bad way, but yeah. oh, if he can do this, I can do that. For sure. You know? For sure. And if you get, one other person that wants to start putting on, oh, if they're putting on shows, mm-hmm. I got a backyard and some space. Let's, I know this Let's buddy do who does this. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So that's like the whole spirit just to kind of like get people to work together and to just to show creativity and experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's when we're at least creative people like us. That's when we're comfortable anyway. Yeah, I mean, man. obviously you want people to show up and support, but if just two people were there for the whole six hours watching, <laughs> it's you're cool. still going to do it's your cool, thing. It's cool, yeah.
1: And like, I've been thinking a lot about like, The caveat I'm going to say prior to us playing, you know, I don't want people to come expecting a manicured performance. Like we are literally, we haven't practiced. You know what I'm saying? We have not practiced. This is going to be me picking the first sample. And from that first sample, creating a journey of music from that first sample for the next four hours. That's
0: cool. You know so you'll saying? be in the moment, with the in vibe, the moment. with the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, so that's a conscious decision and for sure. not from lack of being prepared.
1: Yeah, I mean, cause it's like, it's, we're, we're using what we naturally have in us is to do this shit like on the fly, you know? And I feel like that it's, it's exciting because you're taking risk, And a lot of times in music, when you're creating music, you don't really take risk in front of people. Yeah, not at all. At all. You're like, ah, my shit got to be right. I don't care if it's right. You know what I'm saying? You're going to feel it,
0: though. Yeah.
1: You know what I'm saying? So
0: I think some people are scared because they feel like if they mess up or somebody hears them and they decide, oh, that's junk. I don't want yeah. anything else he does. I want nothing
1: to yeah. do. You know? But the thing is, I've been doing this for a long time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I really... I know what feels good, man. I feel like that you like, even with artists, like, when you are a painter or you do whatever, if you've been doing it for a while, you kind of know what feels good. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. I'm searching for. I'll
0: stick with so, yeah. and then so. JJ will be painting live. What you're
1: saying? Yeah, he's gonna be painting live,
0: man, for four hours. Like,
1: we're basically inspiring each other because I'm gonna be looking at his stuff. He's gonna be hearing me in Amaru, you know what I'm saying? So it's going to be a really uh, a really cool exchange I mean, of energy.
0: That's a cool idea in general. I feel like that's something, obviously, I mean, this is it's a free event. So yeah. I'll encourage anybody to show up. Come it's free. Out. Come yeah, out. and, yeah. it, outside on a Saturday, it's family-friendly, yeah. maybe pet-friendly or whatever, yeah. too. But maybe long-term goals, it's something to where if you get established, this kind of concept, you know, yeah. you can start other locations might say, hey, come hold your event here. Like that's the vibe. I mean, yeah.
1: or, I mean, that's kind of like That ain't that wasn't the initial premise. Of course. But as we started thinking about like, man, we could low key like take this other places. Right. I remember
0: I was asking JJ, yo, how much are tickets? And he was like free. And I was like, that's That's the magic word. I mean, unfortunately or not. Whatever people like that word. (laughs) Yeah, I mean,
1: we just want to get people there just to experience it. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's like the main thing. Like once you experience it, then you hook. Yep.
0: Yeah. You're like, yo, three months I wanna come do it again or quarterly or however often. yeah, Yeah, yeah. So so uh, right now we're recording uh, your warehouse, workspace. No, so this is
1: the offices of Kill'em Collective, my homie IV, who is going to be a feature um, artist next week. Um, this is his office. So they have a, his production studio is here. His fiance has like a marketing company. So she does a lot of stuff with the city. So this is where we have parties at. We have a party called Vibes Galore where we uh, have producers come, and artists come. And we have like free drinks and vegan food and we just do dope stuff. (laughs) How is the vibes
0: galore? We do that
1: like every two months. We haven't done. We're doing one again in June. Yeah, and it's and it's free too. You know, I mean, I feel like a lot of times people feel a type of way about paying money to the point where like. They restrict themselves from truly enjoying themselves. Yeah,
0: because they have a certain experience. Because I got
1: to get this much out of this experience. Value,
0: yeah, for my time and my dollar.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have the space, we are the resource, so it's like, and this is and this isn't how we make our money anyway.
0: Yeah, you already got your you yeah, already yeah got your bills paid. You yeah, got yeah. Any job or more So paid. we want to just
1: be just be creative have people watch us be creative
0: yeah that's what i've learned over the last couple months i've always had the interest in like being creative and stuff but having that ambition and the drive to whenever you got free time how are you going to spend your free time what are you passionate about for sure because my main thing is always being a writer and I'm a writer. Like, are you a writer if you don't write? You know, yeah, I'd go years yeah. at a time without even writing yeah. a poem, which mm. can take 15 minutes. For sure. So it's about finally getting that attitude of, I got free time. What's next? Yeah, what yeah. can I put together? Yeah, you know, yeah. whether it's free or not. Like, I'm not getting paid off of this show yeah. or anything. You know? And then it's, it's
1: pushing it forward, man. I feel yeah. like it really is pushing the culture forward. You know,
0: I want to
1: I wanna see more producers be think of themselves and be seen as, like, a jazz artist. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, Because that's where we are now. People aren't learning how to play the trombone or the saxophone no more. They're learning how to do Ableton. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So it's like you should look at yourself when you get to that point as an artist, as a musician. You know what I'm saying? Because you're making music, right? only thing that separates producers from those people are the lack of opportunities to perform. Okay. And that's what we're basically creating for our, ourselves. You know
0: what I'm saying? Yeah, Art yeah. or creativity is real. can be a broad word. Some people are yeah. creative and they don't know it. Or they might yeah, not acknowledge it. themselves. Yeah. Facts. I'm like, if you're just cooking at home for the family, but you're, you're winging ingredients here and there. You're creating. That's creative. Yeah. yeah. So I try to tell people, yeah. you know, everybody has some form. I don't care if you're strictly math and detail and whatever. You can be a creator of some kind. For sure. You know, Most so definitely. I tell people like barbers or Yeah, or that's super creative. Artists.
1: All of that, man. If you are taking something out of thin yeah. air, And making it something tangible. Produce content. Yeah. Yeah. You're making it happen.
0: And that's just to keep getting better at it no matter what. You keep putting content out. And while somebody's digesting that content, start new content. Keep that going. For sure. One of my biggest things was this at at the beginning was trying to be almost too critical. Or you're obviously nervous at first. Like, Mm. I don't want to put this out. I want to fix this. But you can sit back and always, you'll always keep wanting to change something. Whatever. Just put that thing out.
1: Yeah. And what's so crazy? You know the mistakes, but other people don't. Yeah. yeah you're right. <laughs> and that's why I'm so comfortable with just doing live shit. Cause like people don't know that I'm messing up. Yeah. You know, I know, but I don't care
0: for se. you know. That's a certain amount of confidence you have, or definitely like a maturity level Yeah, experience over time, you know. Yeah, I mean, it took
1: a long time though. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I used to be real guarded about showing people my work, you know, but now it's kinda like I could die tomorrow. Yeah. You know, like What's what's a whole laptop full of songs nobody listens to them, you
0: know? <laughs> Or you um you consider yourself introverted person naturally? Very or...
1: very introverted person, yep. but like, but I'm sociable. Like I'm easily approachable. I'm cool, but I like to be to myself. You know yeah. and that's probably from like years of like being in my room making beats by myself yeah. for hours. You know. Later. You man. Yeah, All nice. right, brother. See you later, man. I'm what was t- your name t- again?
0: Said, Jay, yeah. okay, nice to meet you. Yeah. One of the co-founder Yeah. Awesome.
1: And he's nice. actually performing tonight
2: at Spire. Yeah, go by SJPJ. I'm opening up for a guy by the name of Ben Bomber. He's a uh, German
0: producer. Yeah. Uh, signed to you in beats. Do you got like three minutes or five minutes? Yes. You sit down and yeah, talk yeah, about it. Yeah, you're yeah, pulling yeah, the yeah. chair right here in the middle and you grab chair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Said, right? Yep. All right, cool. Well, this bonus content for the listeners. is yeah, what I do for the people. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: Special for them. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, uh, so what do you got going on tonight? I, and All yeah, what do you do? You
2: know, I'm a producer and a DJ. Uh, I come from an electronic background. So, um, particularly tonight, I'm going to be playing like um, deep house, progressive house, techno, um, and I'm going to be opening up for a guy by the name of Ben Bomber, who is a German producer signed to Deep. It's a, a label out of England that does a lot of deep house, and um, yeah, going to be setting the stage for him. So he's on like a world
0: tour, I guess you would say.
2: Or yeah, is he yeah, based he's based out a of world. Houston right now.
0: Or? No, 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 he's, so he's based on- out of Germany,
2: um, but he's doing a world tour. Ooh, how did you snag this opening? Um, I used to be a resident at Stereo Live a couple of years ago, and um, I opened up for a lot of artists actually while I was there. Um, that kind of gave me the experience to do it. And so um periodically when guys like this come through um I've been recommended for it and uh I've actually opened up for several uh several guys under this label um and so they've always liked what I did and it's awesome. Yeah and um you know and I can say that for any DJs out there any aspiring DJs like learning how to open you know and how to set the stage yeah. is is such a valuable experience because um the show is not always about you and I think a lot of people when they first get started, don't understand that, you know? And so, um, me knowing that like I still showcase who I am, I still showcase what I do, but I do it in a manner that is respectful to the person after Mm -hmm. me that gives them the proper spotlight because it's their show. I'm just there as support, you know, and I'm appreciative of every opportunity for that. But you know, when, when I go and headline at some point, I hope that the person before me will respect me the same way that I respect these guys. <coughs> you're openers. Yeah. yeah.
0: So like like when you're opening, you help set the mood. You know, so like mood. a stand-up yeah. comedy, the opening comedian wants to get the crowd into the oh, situation yeah. laughing. Yeah. So when the main guy comes on, you Everyone's know, ready to go. Yeah. yeah. So
2: that's, that's, I'm great at setting the stage. I'm great at creating a vibe and um, kind of setting this tone For the night, so that when they come on, you know the crowd is ready to go. They're they're ready to to take them on. They're
0: um, thirsty for it, absolutely. Yeah, they are. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. and you've done shows yourself, I'm sure, right? Where maybe maybe smaller venues, or have you done shows where you were the featured DJ yet? Or,
2: Uh, yeah, not many, Uh, but I um, I definitely um, I enjoy the opportunity of opening. To be honest with you, man, it really is it's it's such an art and a skill and it and even more so than anything like it's really cool to be able to take the night from nothing to something you know it's like you literally see it go from nobody to now it's a packed room mm. and everybody's like ready to go yes, and like you a- just like it's like you it's almost um like if you have a, an empty bucket right and um that bucket is just being poured in with energy and you're just kind of just dripping it slowly you know just throughout the night just slowly pacing it getting them in getting them ready getting them like prepared and so then like it's almost palpable right by the time the headliner is going to get on yeah uh it's such it's, it's a lot of fun how long you been djing i've been djing for four years i've been producing for five
0: okay you're from the houston area yourself or did you i was originally
2: born in new york uh, in Bronx, New York, and then when I was ten, my family moved down here because my mom had a sister that lived in Houston.
0: Okay, but you're a Houstonian, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I've <laughs> been here yeah, for a long right. time. Yeah, yeah Houston's, for sure.
2: Houston's home, and I definitely love being in Houston. It's a great plot so, uh, yeah. Houston is dope, man. Like Houston yeah.
1: has a lot of, of, like untapped just people that's super dope that does yeah. a lot of music, different types types of music. But for some reason, it's like this 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 idea of what Houston is. Yeah. And it's not that. I tell people all this. Houston is not
0: what you (laughs) think—horses and belt (laughs) buckles. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like it's way more than that. You know,
0: especially when you're in the city.
1: For sure, for sure. sure. Well, and the
0: best part about it is you're still gonna see, a motherfucker. Oh, Oh, most definitely, most (laughs) definitely. That's still gonna happen. Most definitely. It's not all yeehaw. No, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You gotta go about 30 minutes. outside
2: for that. Houston's like the most diverse city in the country it is, is I, a, was it was in the
0: world I heard at some point I don't yeah, know I real? heard at some point or I, I don't, don't know who was, who was sourcing it or something I remember reading like most diverse, diverse city in the world but I, the country maybe too I'm little.
2: telling you I, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> I wouldn't either. there's we so mean. many different kinds of ethnicities here it's like super it. crazy yeah, yeah I love it
0: because yeah. you can just go down each block and you're in like a different, different country yeah yeah because yeah. I'm not picky <laughs> as far as food goes and one of my big idols was Anthony Bourdain oh yeah yeah you know? Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. he wasn't so pretentious with it, he really just wanted to go. He didn't want to do the touristy stuff. He was diving. He was in curious.
1: The, For the culture, yeah. Yeah, 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 he
0: was going. He could tell other people were comfortable around him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was one of the, and the things that inspired his. Rest cooking, in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it got him to go further. He's got a wild story too, Yeah, like he
1: got. He started at like forty. He blew up when he was like forty. Mm-hmm.
0: He almost like begrudgingly wrote a book or something like that. Yeah, that first book he wrote, I, I can't remember if it was begrudgingly or not, but yeah, and that's what blew up and made. Yeah, it's him crazy,
1: open man. Mm-hmm. It's never too late.
0: Never too late. Oh well, yeah, you know, you get what I what I've been saying a lot lately. I mean, it's just common little phrase, but even if you don't know how the finished product's gonna look, mm-hmm. you put a brick down one day, brick yeah. down the next day, yeah, you yeah. keep putting bricks down, and then one day you're gonna have a house for sure. You know, yeah, you're gonna have a building out of it, most definitely. It's so they totally put you down and work.
2: Yeah, yeah man. Yeah.
0: Another yeah. Uh, like I guess a metaphor I like. Uh, my favorite author is Stephen King, oh, and okay. I was reading one of his memoirs, and it's kind of like a tutorial thing too. It's called On Writing. Okay. And one of the things he talks about as a writer is when you are digging for a fossil, these guys don't know what bone it's going to be. You know, mm-hmm. they see a little bit of the bone and they just keep digging mm-hmm. and digging yeah. and let that tell you mm-hmm. kind of like where your story is going. In relation to writing, or yeah. like you are talking about with your music earlier, yeah. you are going in there. You don't necessarily, I mean, you don't have it fully planned. You are going go <laughs> to go off the energy and your yeah. vibe that day.
2: Yeah. Well, and you know when when you are producing music, or at least when I am producing music, I, I got I heard this term right is that like it'll eventually show its face. So like. As you're creating, you're kind of like chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping Ooh. away. And then eventually it'll tell you where it wants to go. Yeah. It'll kind of For like sure. show you its identity. And then when you see it, then it's like you go all in in that direction and you make it happen like yeah. that because then it, it, it takes life. Yeah. And
1: then what he's describing is that moment I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. like Y'all going to hear a bunch of shit. That ain't going to sound it doesn't good, make
2: sense. But yeah.
1: man, when it happens, it's going to be like, it's kind of like figuring out the end of the movie before the movie is over. Okay. It's like, okay. oh, damn.
0: That's I That's where it. we're going. I yeah. get it. Yeah. And that's
1: yeah. what's yeah. going to happen
0: yeah, every time. Well, sometimes too, I mean, in that event, maybe they're not paying attention to you at the moment, yeah. but then something off key happens oh, and my. all of a sudden they're like, wait, what was that yeah, noise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get drawn into yeah, it anyway. Yeah. So yeah. there's always a positive way to spin something. Oh, yeah, you know?
1: definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely, man.
0: Very cool. Hey, I appreciate you. Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, do a there. shout out well, like good. social media or where people can find you.
2: I go by SJPJ. You can follow me at SJPJ Music on Instagram and SJPJ on Facebook. And uh, yeah, like I said tonight, I'm going to be at Spire, opening up for Ben Bomber. Yeah, that's cool. um, it's going to be really dope. I'm definitely excited. Playing a two and a half hour set, so that'll be cool. Oof. Yeah, but I enjoy those, man. That's that's when you really get to like sculpt and yeah. create get in so, your zone, and then yeah. well, we get goosebumps. Yeah, Just, man, I love great. that shit. Yep. So thank
0: you, man. And yeah, and no for man. sure. No no done. Done. All right, brother. I'm a brother. I'll definitely be able to like plug you in the post-show stuff, too. So, yeah, 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 I'll get good. that information from you.
1: Oh, man. You safe, so, uh,
0: this Kinetic Vibes, it's with youth specifically. I know we were talking yeah, a little bro. bit about it earlier, if you want to.
1: So, yeah, so Kinetic Vibes is a company. I'm the founder of it. Saeed and my homie Raj are the co-founders. We basically use hip-hop music production, mindfulness, and other creative mediums to give kids the tools needed to cope with stress and depression. So we've been in like 35 schools. I done spoke at South by Southwest, I've spoken Italy, New York, everywhere about the work that we do with
0: Kinetic Vibes. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, this is a good little uh, tease. Uh, real quick, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick uh, break to pause for sponsors. And when we get back, we're going to talk about what Kinetic Vibe offers and some upcoming events. I want to take a minute to tell everyone about the app that helps make this show possible. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Most importantly, it's free. I always got to lead with that. If you're new to podcasting and feel a little intimidated by the whole process, Anchor doesn't charge you a dime to set up an account, so it's a great app to use while you get your feet wet. You also don't have to be an audio engineer to produce your own show. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your own phone, tablet, or computer. You can do it anywhere. You can do it in your bedroom fit into your closet. If you can go into a garage, you don't always have to have a fancy studio to uh, make a podcast happen. You really just need something you're passionate about and a chance to click record. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, Spreaker, Overcast and many other platforms. You don't have to go log into each account and submit an RSS feed. Anchor takes care of that for you. Not only is Anchor free, but you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I've been doing this show for 10 months and I've already been able to quit full-time at my day job and just work part-time. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one easy to use place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Remember, that's Anchor, 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 like from a boat. So this little ad break worked out perfect because we took the time to actually eat some of the apple pie. It was
1: (laughs) deliciosio. Yeah, Kroger,
0: Kroger, Kroger doesn't mess around with their dessert. It was
1: super good. Flaky. The apples had the right amount of tart, you know, the yep. cinnamon.
0: And the cinnamon doesn't blanket it. like You just it don't does taste it. the apple. Yeah. yeah. Um, so getting back to Kinetic Vibes, uh, let's talk about what what you guys offer.
1: Yeah, man. Overall. So we do after school programs. We've we been doing that for like two years. Like I said, we've been in like 35 schools around Houston. Um, we also do community pop-ups. We have a partnership with the Hein Center downtown where we go in there twice a month and do pop-ups. Um, for people, for the public can just come, of course, register, come and their kids can participate in Kinetic Vibes because like we're, we're doing well in schools, but my goal and my dream, excuse me, is to have like a, a like a, a brick and mortar Kinetic Vibes, okay, you yeah. know, so where kids can come and learn how to do production, yoga, do creative stuff, you know, um, that's my goal. So I wanted to kind of see if the public would actually pay for kinetic vibes, you know?
0: Test the water. Yeah, and it's, been,
1: and it's been going pretty good, you know? So um, we also do professional development, um, and we also get into doing birthday parties. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Just a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what about the upcoming events?
1: Yeah, so we got a spring break camp coming up here. It's on the 16th of March. Uh, we're doing it with the Houston Ballet. Um, It's going to be music production, yoga, dance, and animation. Um, It's going to be pretty dope. You know, we got about 20 slots um, because we like to keep the class sizes small because we like to really work with the kids that we, you know, work with. It ain't really about, like, having a whole bunch of kids to make some money. You know what I'm saying? It's more about, like, having a quality program and kids actually feeling the results or feeling the effects of going through the program.
0: They take something from it. For sure. Going back to the animation part describe that for me real quick like what do you mean like having them involved yeah. in, what is that gonna consist
1: of so kids they'll basically learn how to draw characters you know what I'm saying so we have a, a dude that has a company called it's called cool comics creatives um he comes in he teaches kids the basics of creating characters um and then they draw their character and then they put them in like a storyline right so cool. we're doing that with production they're gonna be making their own little beat beat tape you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying Yoga, they learn yoga, mindfulness, breathing techniques, um, and the dance, of course, you know, dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, parents so.
0: will appreciate the yoga and the mindfulness. Man,
1: <laughs> for sure. Parents, teachers, <laughs> siblings, you know yeah. what I'm saying?
0: Because uh, Teach my kids this, please. It helps
1: out, for real, 100%. you know what I mean? Because I'm a fifth grade teacher by trade,
0: right? Oh,
1: so i I seen a lot of my kids just be stressed out, man. You know what I'm saying? They be coming to class, going to sleep. Why, why are you going to sleep? Oh, I was taking care of my brothers and sisters last night until like 12 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? So kids deal with a lot of stuff. And kids deal with stuff that they can't get out of because they're kids. they don't know
0: how to. They, they don't know how even.
1: to. So we get them the tools to basically learn how to live their life in a way that's healthy. You know what I'm saying? They don't got to resort to drugs or sex or violence to help them cope. With what they're going to face anyway, because we all face stress. Yeah, we all are depressed at least one time in our lives. You know what I'm saying? But it's about having the tools needed to make sure you don't fall off on the deep end. Yeah,
0: to you pull know? yourself out of it. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. we
1: so we really do like preventative, untraditional therapy with kids through hip hop, through music, through yoga. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Yeah. The um, the guy I had on last week, Amp, with his youth um program, he, they they want to focus on also. Teaching kids like, hey, how can we like change the oil in your car? Being self-sufficient yeah, 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 too. You know, there's a lot of that's importance. Super dope. Yeah. yeah, especially with when you're getting into inner city, like we're in Houston now, inside the loop. You yeah. know, it's very important. Any inner city in any big city, you know, mm-hmm. you got it's good to have that positive influence yeah. in the community. Back to uh Chicago then, I know you weren't born in Chicago. You were yeah. eight, were you in the city though?
1: Yeah, I was in the city for about eight years.
0: Growing yeah. up and then moved directly here. So. Moved, yeah,
1: moved here. Yeah
0: and then you have in that big family that you come from you're used to being around a lot of kids all the time Man, and know how of to kids
1: relate and know, I've always been like somebody that likes to work with kids like in high school I started up a uh, organization for black and latino males right i realized that a lot of my friends wanted to go to college but all they were doing was playing sports and if you want to get a scholarship you got to be more well rounded yeah. they didn't have organizations for them right so I started up this organization with a buddy of mine, rest in peace, Adrian, um, called Arms Up. And we basically took kids on like college visits. We had like mentoring sessions. We did like these talk back live conferences about sex and stuff like that. And keep in mind, we're like sophomores in high school doing That's this.
0: That's wild. You know what I am going to ask you. <laughs> you're in high school yourself. High school.
1: It, it, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like the school... When we started the, the program, the school was supposed to give us like two hundred dollars just for starting a club. They gave us fifty dollars, right? So we had to go out and get jobs working telemarketing to pay for the bus to take our club to college visits. You know what I'm saying? So we were basically funding our own student yeah. organization.
0: Do you have like teacher help? I'm hoping, or starting an
1: advisor. Yeah, but like they weren't
0: giving no money.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like we knew what we wanted to do. You know, so. And like from from like starting that, I won this award, this Yoshiyama something award. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it, it was given to like ten high school seniors every five years, and like I was one of the people that like got the award for starting up this. Or yeah, this, because you don't hear stuff like,
0: like this all the man, time. Never does, especially somebody. I feel like it would be hard because the kids you're bringing with you are almost your peers. They are, so yeah. why are they going to want to listen to you? It's like, no, you know. So it was. cool. I to-
1: always had that like that fatherly type of vibe. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't like a wild dude growing up and I people kind of looked at me as a leader, you know? So when I took the initiative to actually do the program, people were shocked, but they knew like it was like right along the lines of what I would probably do anyway, you yeah. know? And then when I was able to get money to pay for a bus to take my friends to a college trip, like what? It was yeah. crazy, That's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so you know um People began to believe and we began to like have teachers and administrators show support. The news, we, we were always in the newspaper, you know what I'm saying, For like doing stuff. So me working with kids, you know, I did like a lot of summer camps and stuff. So me working with kids is just a natural thing. Like that's like my calling yeah. along with music. You know And you what knew,
0: I'm knew that at a young age. But at a young age. That it's yeah. important to pass something on to the younger generation. Man, who going to who's gonna
1: take care of you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's It's scary, man. Thinking about the kids that are in like middle school now are going to be like our nurses, our doctors, yeah. our lawyers. It's, it's scary though, because like they don't have what we used to have. You know what I'm saying? Like foundation and-
0: And attention span. And
1: attention span and imagination, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, but that's why we do kinetic vibes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> to make sure that kids have the right upbringing, got the right ideas about people, about their their community, about society, so that they are able to do good things. Yeah, you and, know?
0: and be more open-minded about it. For too. sure. Yeah, for you sure, want to bring in people with different backgrounds. And Houston's good for that. You're gonna get a nice diverse mix. Yeah.
1: Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been going good, man. Like we um like we, we do stuff at the Microsoft store and in, in the galleria, like every summer. Uh, we actually won an award, uh, Empowering Possibilities Award, where Microsoft gave us a bunch of surfaces and stuff. Man, so it's, it's been a, a blessing, man. It's cool, man, especially man.
0: coming from somebody who considers himself introverted.
1: Very introverted. <laughs> Very introverted. But I just, I just like being alone sometimes. Oh, no, yeah, know? Sure. I mean, yeah. So you know, especially
0: because the world's crazy. Man. Sometimes I'll describe myself as either. It, the most outgoing shy person mm. or the shyest like outgoing that. person.
1: I like that. I was trying to say. The most
0: outgoing shy person yeah. or you're the shyest outgoing person. Yeah. So you might not be aware. Maybe you are outgoing, mm. but you're a little shy. Yeah, You might naturally be
1: outgoing. But... I'm definitely like a, I'm one of those people, like if I say I want to do something, it's going to happen. Like I quit my job to do this. You know what I'm saying? That's a big and, risk. And like it went good. You know, so that just gave me the confidence to say, shit, I can do whatever now, you know. So, man, I just have good people around me all the time, you know. And the team is
0: very important.
1: Very important, you know. So being able to have good people around me and me me constantly meeting good people that are creative and that actually wants to have a better life, not just for themselves, but for everybody that they are around, has been a blessing, man, you know. So God has definitely – line my path to meet good. Like I haven't met any snakes or nothing yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good thing.
0: Yeah. So yeah. you mentioned God there. Were you always religious growing up?
1: Um, yeah, man. Like all my uncles are like ex-pimps, turned pastors. You know what I'm saying? Oh, really? Yeah, man. It's crazy. You know, I mean, we were always brought up in the church. Um. I used to be forced to go to church all the time. Um,
0: but you weren't resentful about it then.
1: No, 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 no. I mean, as I go, as, 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 as I got older, I kind of see the importance of having that foundation of acknowledging something bigger than you.
0: Yeah. And a good moral foundation. Whether Facts. you're religious or not, yeah. you get a good moral list Facts. of right and wrong.
1: Facts. Facts. And that's, and that's really what important. it's all about.
0: Yeah. <laughs> For real. At the end of the day, just right and wrong. Believe yeah. whatever you want if you want. You know, yeah, I believe yeah, in a tree yeah, or yeah. anything, but just so, don't hurt other people. Facts, yeah. facts.
1: So I really try to like live my life to where I'm like, I always think think about my death a lot. Okay. You know, I think about like, am I doing enough so that when I die, people will be like, he did this and it was good. You know what I'm saying? Not like he tried to do this. But like he actually did it, and it was good. Yeah, you know, like man. And that kind of motivates me. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to leave a, a bullshit ass legacy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to leave a legacy. Like, yo, I want to do this because he did it. You know? And that's how. That's what I do.
0: Yeah, you respect your own impact. For sure. And at the same time, obviously, you have goals and a destination you want to get to. And not to be too morbid, but say you were to pass tomorrow, yeah. people wouldn't say you were trying. You did oh, it. You, man. you do it every day. If
1: I was a, man, tell you what, bro. It was a time where I was afraid to die. Just cause afraid of the unknown.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, you know what I'm saying? Now, man, if it happens, it happens. I feel like that I've impacted a lot of lives. And I feel like that the work that I've done will continue to impact lives afterwards. And that's the thing. Yeah.
0: You know what I'm Somebody saying? Somebody pick up the torch. Facts. Carry the ball. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. might not even know that they'd be capable of it. For sure. It happens. Sometimes For sure. you just gotta like that's a proverbial, take the leap. Yeah, man. Uh, Everybody's scared to do.
1: Yeah, you got to, though.
0: The hardest part for me when I first started recording this, or I like to run a lot. And Mm. usually the worst part is the five minutes right before. Mm. You know, you always want to, you almost instinctually sometimes will excuse to try to creep up and you got to shove them down real quick. Like, no. Once you're out there running or once you're out there recording, you're like, I love this. Why don't, it was like when I was talking about earlier with riding, how I would just go years without riding. And then I do it and I'm like, I love this. Why am I not doing it every day? You know?
1: I don't know why, because I'm I'm the same way. Like when it comes time to like making music, it takes me a minute just to sit down and just be comfortable. Because I have all these things in my mind. Like, oh, I hope I make something dope. Or do I really got time to do this right now? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it kinda stunts me from being
0: creative even now sometimes i'll subconsciously like try to do something around the house like okay i know i need to get this show out Mm. but oh i still gotta sweep up a little bit or let me cook some lunch and it's like ah come on dude sit down and get the show out yeah ain't nobody gonna starve to death if you don't cook right Right. now
1: but you know i feel like everybody's kind of like that though yeah you know at some point
0: that's why it's cool or it's i respect the fact that people can oh yeah definitely pop right these. No questions <laughs> asked. Um, <may> <laughs> In addition to apple pie, we got some other good treats. Well right <laughs> um, but, man, I almost forgot what I was talking about for a second. <laughs> Let's see. Where else can we go with this? Oh, what I like to ask a lot of my guests, I always use the word light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. So um, instead of the music, we'll talk about kinetic vibes again. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and it's two other buddies that yeah, founded, right? Yeah, yeah. What was the light bulb moment for you guys? Because I'm sure you talked about it. Hey, we should try this, or hey, we can do this. What was the moment we were like, hey, concrete, we're right. doing this?
1: I mean, like I was, my principal asked me to create a program for gifted and talented students, right? So I knew I wanted to. Uh, well, so I knew I wanted to um, teach them production and hip hop culture. But like me and him had just really became friends, and he had just came back from India. From being certified in like yoga, he he, he was teaching everybody that so he who's came. Who's him again? Just My bad, Raj. 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 Uh, yeah, we got Raj, Raj in the Raj room right now camera, too. Yeah.
0: So if you so, just want to hop on at some point, say hello, Raj. <laughs> <or> whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, you do music and stuff as well, right? Yeah, I definitely do. And if you want to sit down for three or a couple minutes, or whatever, and talk about it, you can you know plug your stuff or oh, it's, sure. yeah, it's very open ended, conversational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah no problem.
1: Good. Well, so yeah, so talk to him about hip hop. About what I wanted to do, but then he was telling me about the yoga stuff. I know there's a lot of correlations between hip hop culture and yogi culture.
0: Okay, it makes sense. That's interesting, though. I have to look into that. Now I think about it.
1: Yeah. So then, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you, bro. Um, so then, um, we put this idea together. Came up with like, well, it was like what, two weeks, four weeks?
0: Yeah.
1: Like four weeks of programs. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. And I feel like the aha moment was at our little final finale thing when everybody was just in shock. Like, Mr. Reed, you did this? Like, they really did these beats? They really learned this yoga? They really cooked this vegan food? Yeah. I was like, yeah, this, this, this is it. You That's know what weird. I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Going back to what you were saying about finding comparisons with Yogi or like hip hop or rap mm-hmm. culture, what are some of those?
1: Yeah, so like
0: when,
1: right we, on that? when we thought of thought about it, we were talking about more about like the inner environment and the outer environment, right? So like the outer environment is where the hip hop comes in, right? So we talk to kids about being critically conscious. So basically being aware of what they have going on around them and giving them the knowledge about what's going on around them and having them use that as a tool to make things better. Right. Um, Then we talk about yoga, we're talking about the inner environment, right? Where it's about how you feel about yourself what you think about yourself, you know what I'm saying? And with those two together, you have the complete person, right? Because you cannot exist without acknowledging what's going on around you, outside. you know what I'm saying? And you cannot truly function in the world around you unless you good yeah. on the inside, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of how we wedded the two. Together,
0: yeah. See, I've never thought about combining those two or seeing how they would. It's like, crazy. Everybody's yeah. saying,
1: Man, what that don't make no sense, right?
0: But, well, and at the same time, too, it, maybe people aren't aware of it yet because it's not mainstream, it's new, yeah, yeah, yeah new, very, A new, new. Mindset. very new. So, you have somebody that blows up with it or something,
1: yeah, is, yeah. Or something, yeah, yeah, kinetic vibes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: this man's good at marketing, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, man. yeah, but yeah,
1: probably. so, um. Yeah, that's what I do, man. Kinetic vibes, music. I teach, I speak, I lecture. Like, literally, it's so crazy to say this. I lecture like around the country. It's so crazy to say that shit. Cause like I would have never thought this time last year I would be saying that.
0: So you recently like started booking dates, like oh man, August I've been 7th, Everywhere. Be
1: like just Italy, what? Rome. I just came from a school in New York. I was going to go to San Francisco. But you know the corona. Yeah, we're gonna stay off the west
0: coast for a second, I guess. Yeah.
1: So just like opportunities have been coming, man. It's been just a beautiful thing.
0: You get to the point now where people reach out to you instead of you. Yeah, yeah. Like
1: colleges reach out and want me to come. Like I'm a keynote speaker at some college. It's crazy. (laughs) You just keep hitting
0: me with new and new stuff. Like just (laughs) nonchalantly, like oh, by the way, Italy. No, you know,
1: man, it ain't really ain't about me, right? It's about. The people that I impact, you know what I'm saying. God just using me, you know what I'm saying. I'm letting him use me, you know what I'm saying. This shit is dope, but yeah, it's like, it ain't me, you know what I'm saying.
0: No, the public speaking thing's cool. I've thought it started. I've thought about that a lot recently. It's like, why yeah. do you go to schools? Everybody's got a story, man. Know?
1: Everybody got a story, yeah. you know. So, and a lot of times they want me to talk about, like, when I was in Italy, I spoke about the history of trap music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was so funny because, like, there in like '98. Right now. Oh, really? You know what as I'm saying? Far as, music goes, as far as hip-hop Yeah, they're in 98. <laughs> so like they were asking me questions like, is it okay? They literally asked me, right, if it's okay to acknowledge trap music as hip-hop. I was <laughs> blown away, like. But it's cool because they don't know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, it is hip hop. It's just like a different genre of hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you got red peppers, you got green peppers. Yeah. Same thing. It's a you know different branch from the yeah, main yeah, tree. Yeah. Yeah. But they're really eager to learn about the culture, though, which is super cool. Like, I had people come up to me like, man, you really changed my life. What? I just told you to be true to yourself. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, your trap isn't the same trap that Jeezy was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What's your trap, though? You know, and talk about that. It was crazy. It was, it changed my life, for real.
0: So you know, Italy, out of all the places you've been, that's obviously your favorite one. Italy I'm was guessing. the
1: dopest one. You know, yeah, I had people actually like come to me after, and I like performed there too. You know what I'm saying? So like after I uh, did my beat set, people were coming up to me, man, like 30 people, bro. It, it, it was crazy. It was humbling. You yeah. know, so
0: yeah, Italy was cool. It's the best part when people come talk to you. You're <laughs> just like, oh.
1: Especially when you don't see yourself as like, this person. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I'm just here with y'all. Yeah,
0: that's how I feel <laughs> a lot too right now. When yeah. people come yeah. say something to me, they're like, Oh, we checked out your show. It was cool. I was like, really? Y'all did? Right. Like, awesome. yeah, yeah, it's cool.
1: But I feel like it's important to stay that way
0: though. Yeah. You know. Well, and the goal is to get people, we assume people are listening, but we're so yeah. focused on just getting the content out or right. doing, you know, whatever. We don't think about the fact that all these other people are getting yeah. gravitated towards yeah. it, I guess. Yeah, man. But um Trying to think. I mean, the coronavirus kind of shut things down for you so far this year. No, I
1: mean, I know for a fact the conference I was speaking at in San Francisco is canceled. They're gonna do like a video. It's gonna be so weird, like doing video. It's gonna be a. They still doing the conference. It's gonna, it's gonna be through video. Yeah,
0: it's a new avenue, A new experience. Yeah, so
1: it's gonna be different. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to go to San Francisco though. Like, yeah. I was gonna be there. On- I ain't going to say that, okay? But I was gonna be there in April.
2: Yeah, if
0: you, oh,
1: know I mean. but, <laughs> you know what I mean. The perfect. You know what I am saying, If you know what I mean. But uh, yeah. So and then the Italy is post-pandemic. We're going to Italy. I'm I'm getting <laughs> I'm getting my PhD right. So okay. um, of course, it's a, not
0: I'm bad. Man. No, you're good. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, of course, you are. So <laughs> it's
1: like uh it's like fifty percent online and fifty percent global residencies. So I just came back from Mexico City in like January, and the trip in in the summer is going to be Italy, like another castle somewhere, in like Italy and like London, and then we just do that for like the past, like the next five years. You know what I'm saying? So like at some
0: point you'll be on retention, essentially with Italy. You know, hey, every whatever, every June, you know, Italy's
1: they got coronavirus (laughs) up to (laughs) their knees right now, but it's 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 crazy. Yep. Um,
0: yeah, they canceled, obviously, you heard South, South by South by, by is canceled. canceled. And yet here in Houston, the rodeo, 80,000 people, gone. whatever.
1: Because like. Houston's strong. <laughs> we, we, we don't care about no caravan.
0: Okay, so I haven't really brought this up out loud to anybody. I thought about this yesterday with the dynamic. Mm. When I think rodeo or Houston, you think, you know, Cowboys, Western style. You think a little more traditionally conservative mm. and where South by Southwest may be more liberal. It's it's a true. little more open-minded, but a little more... I don't know where well, he free. feel like the rodeo is like. Nah, we're gonna have our rodeo, you know. gonna I mean, South by Southwest wasn't safer, or why risk it?
1: I feel like the South by Southwest thing was a business play, you know what I'm saying? Because they didn't cancel it. Austin canceled South uh, by Southwest.
0: Okay, yeah. They, so that, South
1: by Southwest is still gonna get money because okay. they didn't cancel it. So they're gonna be able to cash out for like insurance and stuff. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? So, but I feel like Houston, they just had too much invested in it, man.
0: I guess it's already planned out so far yeah, in advance. Got too, too much investing in it. Because another thing I was thinking about, because I'm a wrestling fan, and no. WrestleMania is coming up next month in Tampa, and how are you going to do? They routinely do eighty thousand to a hundred thousand yeah. people in one spot, yeah. and I know Vince. I mean, Vince McMahon ain't canceling nah, nothing. No,
1: no, no. I mean, I feel like it's going to be just leave it up to people to kind of make their own choices. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's what you got to do. With I that. don't feel like things should be stopped like that. You know, people know. Okay, it's a risk.
0: Take the proper preca- precaution. The proper,
1: yeah, get a mask, wash your hands 30 times, and you know.
0: Which also do that. That's another thing. Like, do that anyway. <laughs> anyway, right? Make sure you wash your hands. Yeah, no shit.
1: Yeah, so, <laughs> you know. I don't know, man. It's a weird time.
0: I guess coming from me, restaurant industry, you're known to wash your hands all the time. All the time. So it's always. All the time. Yeah, but. Yeah. It's
1: just a, it's just a weird time, man. Mm. You know? So that's why, why we're trying to bring the vibes. You know what I'm saying? We're, Positive trying, to, we're trying to bring people to come and listen to music and. Eat, drink, be merry, you know, because you could be quarantined, but you're not. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So let's right now, let's just enjoy each other, you know. Mm So
0: yeah, yeah. But it's always the right perspective to
1: have. Yeah, man, because you know, you could leave any day. (laughs) So live
0: your life. If people want to find out more about Kinetic Vibes, what's the website? For sure. Go to Kinetic
1: Vibes. That's K-I-N-E-T-I-C-V-I-B-E-Z.com. I -I -I I have to read it every time. I don't know why. (laughs) Kinetic Vibes with a Z.com. There you will find pictures, videos. You'll find all the programs that we have and upcoming events.
0: About Facebook, Instagram. Facebook
1: is Kinetic Vibes. Everything is Kinetic Vibes with, with a Z. We're actually... Excuse me. So, one of the things about the program is that we charge, right? Um, it's probably the most inexpensive camp in the city during spring break, you know? So, other camps charge like $300, $400, $125, okay, for four days. Right. And we're also um, welcoming in sponsors to so sponsor kids because a lot of other kids that we work with can't afford even that, you know? So, we, so we're looking for people to like sponsor kids.
0: Have people sponsored yet?
1: We have three kids sponsored so
0: far. Okay. And so is this like private sponsor? I'm trying to think if it's an organization that...
1: Yeah. So so basically if you are an individual or you are in an organization, we can give you documentation to where you can like write it off on your taxes. Also,
0: somebody wanted to donate the 125 for so sure. this kid could go, yeah, you yeah. guys would get match it up with the kids. Most or? definitely. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: So, and there's... Countless amounts of kids that need this type of work.
0: Can you, know? you sign up on March sixteenth when it starts up until?
1: So you so you can also pop in, right? So okay. so kids can like come for one day and that's forty bucks, right? Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we really want kids to come for the whole time experience. You know
0: what I'm yeah, 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 so you yeah. get the full, full the full experience. So going back to then your music, real quick to plug that is there separate yeah. pages or anything for your music um, work or
1: Rockmore R O K M O R E. On SoundCloud, on Spotify, um, check out Mother Nature. It's a group that I produce for out of Chicago. It's two female hip hop artists, super dope. Um, the Great Thinkers, G R. The number eight, T H I N K A Z. <laughs> so the Great Thinkers everywhere. That's that's me as well. I have like a media collective based out of, yeah. out of Chicago. My I bad. love creative. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So like we have graphic designers. Uh, videographers, MCs, visual artists, producers, all uh, under like this one Umbrella. Yeah. So that's like the logo actually on the on the on the fly is the great thing as logo.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like the idea of a collective. Uh, when I first started this show, I found out about the website from a buddy I was bartending with and he had his own like bartender industry show mm-hmm. called Poor Behavior. And mm-hmm. he's the one that got me on the anchor. And early on, he messaged me saying, hey, let's combine shows, what a collab. And I was like, no, let's keep it separate Mm -hmm. because if you got a view and I got a view, it's too, I mean, the views add up separately, you know, and you want to get a creative collective. I'd love to have, I just started my second podcast. It's the Astro Brat podcast, Mm -hmm. it's astro related, but you'd like to have a sports one, a creative one, restaurant industry. Then you got a network. Yeah. If somebody Mm -hmm. wanted to have a political one, okay, that's cool. Do your Mm -hmm. political show or, yeah, movie reviews or comic reviews. And then- that's when you go to iHeartRadio or Clear Channel yeah. and be like, hey, we do 500,000 exactly. X amount of views instead of going one at a time yeah. Yeah. or combining it all into one show. That's Man. the key.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we really did it because we didn't want to pay people for stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't want to really pay for graphic designer. We didn't want to pay for beats. We didn't want to pay for stuff. For, so we were all just friends, and one person decided, yo, I'm about to just learn this camera. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to learn how to do Photoshop. I'm about to learn how to edit videos. Yeah, and that stuff
0: no joke. Is
1: yeah, so we kind of all decided. We kind of knew what we needed to to do to be successful, and we just kind of all just played our role. I like that
0: you know? too, because it's old school bartering goods and oh, services. Yeah, Who needs a dollar bill when yeah, you can? You. Yeah,
1: when you got friends. Yeah, that's super real. So it's been going. We've been doing the great thinkers, man, for about eight years. We've done like. The girls, Mother Nature, they, they've toured literally all over the world. They've opened up for literally everybody. So it's legit. Um, it's legit. Um, you know? Trying to just keep going, dude,
0: man. Doing badass stuff. See, and full disclosure, like going into this, I didn't, I wasn't able to do a lot of research. So I'm yeah, learning, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm learning this up. in the moment. It was, it was sure. exciting, <laughs> man. I, I kind of knew what I was getting into, and I kind of know where to go with yeah. the conversation and stuff. But I learned a lot of cool shit. Like, I'm gonna thank definitely you. have you on again, dude. Thank you, bro. Oh no, thank appreciate you. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, man. Thank you. Man. Thanks for checking out my conversation with Mister Reed. I know it went a little longer than usual, but I felt like the whole thing is worth listening to. He's the perfect type of guest that I'm looking for to have on the show. Everyone has their own special story and anyone who creates original content are the ones who I seek out to be a guest on Cake and Conversation. He produces music for others. He's a part of a creative collective. He runs a youth program and is a natural born leader and teacher at heart. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Reed is the definition of role model. People tend to view their favorite athletes or their favorite celebrities as role models. And while some have valid cases, people really need to gravitate more towards others who put the communities and the youth first and not necessarily gravitate towards those who have the most social media views and following. Those people who work three jobs to provide for their families and build towards the future. The teachers who wait tables or work retail in the summer because they're vastly underpaid and unrecognized. The firefighter who has to show up to every car wreck in a small community because he's a volunteer and has the experience from his time in the military. People like Mr. Reed, those are our role models. As I wrote out this segment, I tried to keep it short and to the point while still getting the message across, but I know I've kept you all long, longer than normal. Since I feel like I have so much more to say, I might put out a short bonus show this week with just me, just to update everyone with the show, the plans I have, and other news and notes. Use the two links at the bottom of the show page to either send me a voice message that I might use on a future episode, or to donate 99 cents to Cake and Conversation and have yourself entered in a drawing to win a Visa gift card. You can find the show on Instagram and Facebook at Cake underscore and underscore conversation and for booking opportunities you can also reach me at jandrew89 at outlook.com or andyvite08 at gmail.com because i check those every day you'll hear from me again soon but until then tell someone you love them give them a hug because that shit feels good send all positive vibes and the universe will return them back to you i didn't make up that rule it's just the truth take care everyone